Okay, what's going on guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Energized. Today I'm sitting here with main man Roscoe and we also have a very notorious guest. <laughs> Roscoe, introduce the main man, please. We are here with world net renowned impressionist <laughs> Al Foran. Al, how are you doing? Uh Okay, we'll go for we, we, this. Is take two, obviously. It is, yeah. Two of years, course. two years, eleven months since I was on the podcast. Yeah, and it's, and it's it's wonderful to be back. It's great to have you back. Yeah. To be honest, man, it's great to see someone else who's going to reach their dreams and like the <laughs> content you're putting out and the people you've met has been absolutely insane. Like we've seen you with Floyd Mayweather. Ron Rousey, Conor <laughs> McGregor, Tyson yeah. Fury, Anthony Joshua, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, you name them, the class '92, you yeah. name them, and they've met Al Thorn. Yeah. It's actually been when you when you when you put it into when you put it that way, it's been unbelievable since since I was last on the the podcast, meeting all these these people, these he- heroes of mine, I suppose as well. Like the class of '92, that was the that was the one that just took the took the biscuit. It really did. It was just unreal. Yeah, well, Al's the first person actually to, to come back on the show. Uh, for people who weren't actually aware of Al, he started out on social media about four years ago creating online content. He now has almost 500,000 followers online. And for the people Al, who aren't actually aware of your work, can you tell them how you got started out? Yeah. Um, the likes of, you know, Mario Rosenstock and Oliver Callan, they got their break in radio and TV um in the late 90s and and in the 2000s so when i when i started when i started you know taking up impressions when i started doing them properly which was maybe which was nine years ago i'd say yeah it was it was nine years ago um i was sending emails to the likes of today fm and 2fm and i'm getting absolutely nothing back (laughs) nothing back terrible response aren't they (laughs) Nothing back. Only but, to me and you. <laughs> but, you <laughs> but you know what? Um, I look back at the impressions nine years ago and they were dog shit. Terrible. So I, I needed to work and work and work on them. Um, and then we come around to 2015, which you said, Barry, four years ago. Um, and Facebook started to kind of catch up as a prominent social platform. Um, I almost can't believe it's four years ago, by the way. That time flies. Yeah. Like, we looked at the last time you were on the show, nearly three years ago. That's crazy. Well, four and a half years ago, when I when I posted the first um, Conor McGregor video, and that was the one that catapulted me, because I, I was impersonating other characters before him, but the Conor McGregor was just it. It was the one that yeah. resonated with everyone at the time. He was hot at the time, and everyone's like, you yeah. nailed him. It was, well, it, the, the press tour with... with Aldo was on at the time and Jesus I think everyone was waiting with bated breath to watch the the, the new um embedded episode of that in, in, for the press I, I've never like. seen a more watched man in the world than Conor McGregor at mm. the time especially in Ireland like everyone was dressing like him everyone was talking yeah. like him people were getting tattoos to be oh, like everybody him everybody had that stupid uh, the, the bun haircut the, the bun thing everybody had that none of us had the bun I'll just no. put that out there oh I didn't have the uh, bun I had the V <laughs> I had the V too, so we're all good there. Oh, I think I was like going for like a Jufro at the time, but uh, that's fine as well. So you you did Conor McGregor, and then next thing you know, hmm. people were like, "What else can you do?" Yeah, um, Jose Aldo pulled out of the fight. Uh, it, it was the July. What was the the, the Mendes, Mendes and sometime in July anyway, eleventh of July, yeah, twenty fifteen. So. Yeah. so Aldo UFC pulled out one eighty nine. 
Yeah, that was it. Aldo pulled out, and then I did Mike Tyson in the video as well. Um, and then I started doing De Niro. Then I started doing Pesci and Pacino, and people were loving it. People it loved was, De Niro because he could do the face as well. Yeah. That was a big thing. Well, no, that's that's very important when you're doing Robert De Niro. <laughs> no, it's extremely important. You do the face. I do older Robert De Niro. I don't do younger Robert De Niro. I do the uh, the Robert De Niro who's pissed off about everything. And that's the only Robert De Niro people like. Yeah. It, it must be crazy for people listening now being like, is that actually, like how good you actually are? It's funny, <laughs> last time when, when we had you on the show, we were sitting there and we were like, I don't know so many people that can just turn something on like that. <laughs> it's, you know? Yeah, it's... It's an art. Pe- people it, are probably it, sure, I'm sure they're also don't even know. How long does it take to master someone? Yeah, you know, it, it varies. could take an hour and it could take six months. You just don't know. You just, you you, you really don't know. Like, um, obviously, Connor Sketches is one of the best impressionists in the world at the moment. And he's a very good friend of mine as well. A wonderful friend of mine. A great friend of mine, as Donald <laughs> Trump would say. But he <laughs> spoke about it, the Tiger Woods. He like, he like I saw him do that ad there with Tiger Woods the other day. He, he, he was saying, like... That he locked himself in a room for two weeks trying to learn the Tiger Woods. Because he just, at that first, he couldn't get it, he couldn't get it, and then he eventually got it. Like, it, it, I don't think people understand how hard it is to, to perfect an impression. Like, there's there's obviously, I, I, I am still doing kind of the same impressions. Um, I'm adding, I'm adding like one or two every few months, but people don't seem to see that. They don't, they don't, they don't, re- they don't see that yet. They will eventually. Um, they don't realize the work that has to be put into trying to perfect. You're trying to copy someone, literally. Yeah, you, you know? yeah but you, in your sort of the way you do it, you sort of have to pick someone who's making noise online as well in order yeah. to really hit. Like, yeah, you have there's to. no point of doing someone who's dead. You, you know what I mean? Because that like, would really go Alex Jones. And, oh, I was trying to do Alex Jones. I was trying oh, yeah. to talk like that. Yeah, yeah. interdimensional aliens are, are taking over the world. And you know, it was I, more. I, I think he's actually barred off Twitter as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. barred off Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an American. I'm a man. I'm a real man. <laughs> That's like I was trying to do all that today. For for people that are, are a younger demographic, like who are just coming on social media now, the mm. last few years, they almost think that loads of people are real confident posting, like with their basically their arses out or oh, their six packs. Whereas when stop. you actually started, there was no one even talking into a camera. Really, you know what I mean? No, no. Yeah. I know it was probably I, before Snapchat, wasn't it? Yeah, th- that's yeah. An interesting one. There was nobody that was really doing that. Um, just just with the selfie kind of technique and it was it worked it, 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 i have to say it worked for a few years and then it kind of i, I had to stop doing it. i had to start profess- to progress yeah, yeah i had to make professional videos but i kind of i still go back to the selfie videos like it obviously if there's a a massive football result i'll react to that if there's something huge that happens i'll quickly react to that and you'll get the you'll get the views and you'll get the clicks you i'm know? not i'm not gonna lie obviously we're both Manchester United fans. Mm. And Louis van Gaal was not a very good time to be a Manchester United fan. But Louis van Gaal was a brilliant time <laughs> to be an Al Foran fan. Yeah. Even though I knew the results were coming in. I could always rely on Al Foran to put a smile on my face <laughs> after the game with your finest Louis van Gaal it's funny. impression. It's funny there was just there's just endless jokes about Louis I, van Gaal. I, I look at the van Gaal era, especially the second season, van Gaal's second season. Um, for some reason, I look back... Do you know the way you look back at positive... 
yeah. seasons for United. Like I, I look back, I, we finished fifth that year and won the FA Cup. But I look back at that, that was a great fucking season. And I think and I'm thinking to myself, why was that a great? Oh yeah, because I was just fucking. I was doing Van Gaal every week. Yeah, it was great know? for you. It was like that was like a great moment. He was good for your career. I mean, he was great for my career. Statistics. It was great <laughs> to win the FA Cup, and obviously it is uh, Tuesday, the second of April. We, we can put the date in, and Manchester United lose for the second time at Molineux against Wolves. I think Ole has copied the Louis Van Gaal philosophy, but people don't seem to see that. Do they not see that? No. Louis van Gaal's army. Al, I just think that's absolutely incredible. Yeah. And one thing that is very impressive about your impressions is that a lot of people, when they do an impression of someone, they have that one or two lines or phrase they can say. You can basically yeah. say whatever you want in that voice, which yeah. is a lot more impressive. And the face. Yeah, and you do the face. It's it's it is one thing that I kind of I I talk about different subjects in in the impressions which which it does it kind of it provides a bit of a unique factor to it i suppose i think it also comes down to you know what's actually going on in the space as well yeah like almost anyone could well not almost anyone could, loads of people have impersonated conor mcgregor but like, yeah they probably don't know the certain slang words that he'd use like don't you you'd be like oh yeah the certain dub, yeah, or yeah. like shit on the bus like an american yeah. person saying that uh, they probably wouldn't it was say so, it properly so, something very simple like, simple like I, I swear to god i swear you know i swear to god and he says you know that's a dublin kind of saying it's like that you know yeah uh well obviously you shot the fame on facebook i remember for like a solid two years anytime yeah. i scrolled your face was there mm. yeah it's I don't know where the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, I was only looking at Facebook the yeah. other day, and like Facebook's obviously died out, yeah, but like you have a massive following, over three hundred thousand likes yeah. on Facebook, and I saw you've now started to transition onto Twitter and even more so Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time into into Instagram. Do you think that helped? What platform sort of helped you more? Because on Facebook, people just share, whereas if you use hashtags on uh, Twitter or I'd Instagram, say, it would trend I as would well. Say you know, Twitter. Twitter's I've, the best. I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I, I've. I was trending on Twitter. It's probably because the retweeting, the, the retweet the stuff. The retweets really are helps. so. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Instagram's not. It's, it's hard to build a following. Even, even a like from a from a from a prominent Twitter profile, a like goes a long way. Like um, Gary Lineker, um, liked one of my tweets there a few weeks ago. Um, I think it was the Ole and the difference between a Solskjaer and Mourinho, and with him even liking that, I got tons of retweets out of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, like, first of all, if people haven't checked out your work, Al has, like, loads of videos here, but he has them with, like, loads of, loads Tyson of, Fury. Loads of me baby recently. <laughs> yeah, loads of the baby recently. Yeah. Although you're proud. Like, I mean, come on. Best thing you ever did? Uh, yeah, greatest moment of my life. Yeah. Ross, I said it to Ross, you're in for the best moment of your life, pal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, okay, obviously t- things have changed now since we've met. You would now be, mm. would you call yourself famous? Would you, like, it's social media famous? I think you would be, wouldn't you? Because if you go to a pub, right? I do hate that term. You're from Malahide, right? Port Marnock, Malahide. Marnock, yeah. And if you go to Gibbonies, what happens? Are you doing impressions uh, no, all no, night? No, like, no, or no, no. Nobody comes up to me, uh, uh, really, in Malahide. Because yeah. I'm local enough. No, because I saw you. They you're know on, that I'm from Port Marnock. That's know? probably it. I remember you were saying on a podcast recently that if you go to a pub, people can be rude and just constantly put the phone in your face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? To get that you much? have to be nice to them, though. You can't. You yeah. can't tell them to fuck off because <laughs> they'll they'll just 
they, they'll over exaggerate it as a well also they probably wouldn't do it sober it's just with the drink it'd be like yeah go on there's Al the, Ford the only time I've ever cracked was that longitude um, nearly two years ago now where like I had a, I had a hor- I, I, I missed the weekend was the he was the headline act I think on the Saturday mm. and I had to miss I had to go home because I had a fucking migraine halfway through the thing I had a migraine um, and I was drinking and all but you know when you're drinking on a headache you can't even get drunk so I had to go home it was really bad and I had this fella this young lad came up to me and fucking and he just started he just started recording just started with his stupid smile and his way <laughs> McGregor McGregor like that and I flipped I absolutely flipped well in fairness someone like being very intrusive and invading your privacy like mm. I mean like now that's happened to me before and I haven't flipped but because yeah, but you're like, quite a jovial fella you know what I mean like it's, it's hard to get under your skin because I paid so much for the fucking ticket and, I, and you're missing the headline act yeah of, of the thing you're I, like I only went on the one day yeah but he's only there for his benefit to be like everyone mm. in my story is going to see him with yeah. Al Foran doing the video you know what I mean yeah but yeah. you know I'll never go back to that fucking thing either because it's full of Jesus Christ that tip place oh gobshites it, it is very, very young. Yeah. Well, like, I couldn't believe how young it was. I felt like a fucking OAP walking around there. Yeah, that happened to us when we were there. Like, it was just, there was a lot of, like, 16-year-olds. I didn't even know. I thought you had to be 18 yeah. to go to a festival, but supposedly not. Uh, yeah, but do you not think that more and more of that stuff's going to happen now as well? Uh, as you get bigger and bigger, because oh, you're yeah. only going yeah, and getting abso- bigger, you know? absolutely. Um, it has happened since then, and I've... I've 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 dealt with it, you know. Yeah. Well, it means they're um, fans of yours as well, you know. Oh, it does. It does. I think with that fella, he was just with a he was with a crowd of his mates, and I think he was trying to show off as well. So it was just a bit. It was a little bit annoying. But anyway, do, do you find ah, that do you find that happens much? People trying to maybe mock you or take a piss. You maybe because some people You're have people have balls them. in the big group. That's You're the always going to, yeah. but you have to. Yeah, like y- y- you have to kind of go. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, mate. Whatever. T- just that kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, if you're gonna be a prick, I'll just fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you sort of have to also be but aware uh, that like you're always on the camera as well. Yeah, but I was getting off the plane a few weeks ago, and after the, it was when I doing after coming home from the Tyson Fury gigs, and um, no one's happy on a plane, plane as well. And and, and 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 Sophia was only a week old, so I wanted to get home straight away. But this fella like stopped me, and I said, "Wait here, wait here, get me mate. I want to record you." And I was polite with him. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I, like, lead yeah. him on. And then I, I just, I walked away. Yeah. I walked away. I was getting, getting in a taxi. I want to go home to my to, to my baby. Like, yeah, you 100%. Know? Like, people people don't actually, like, they probably don't, they look at you and go, he doesn't have his own life. Like, yeah. he's just here to entertain us. And that's it. You know what I mean? And oh, I'm like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's, Pe- it's a bit of a strange thing because your, like, skill is so unique. Yeah. And, like, that's how you earn your living as well. Mm. That like people actually expect you to do for free on the spot for them as a personal but thing. But you know what? I don't mind doing that. I don't mind if someone comes up to me and they and they ask. Just simply ask. That's all you need to do. Do you mind if I get a video with you? Of course. No problem at all. That's... I don't actually mind that whatsoever. It's all you need to do. Like I, I don't get why people will come up and just start recording you. If you just ask, then that's fine. Yeah, it doesn't you make know? any sense, really, does it? Oh, and, and I'm one of these people. Like, I, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a softy, and if I see someone who's really shy in front of me, if I see someone who's like 
dead shy and, and nervous to even ask me. I feel so fucking bad for them, and I'll have to. Do you, do you want to? Like, I love for them. Do you want me to do a little video? Like, I've had young lads like that before come up to me, and they're kind of like, you know, they're smiling and they have their phone out. I, I really don't mind that at all. I think, I think it could be possibly that there's not many social media famous people in Ireland. Like, yeah. you, could, you could name probably 10 max, and that'd be at a stretch, there's wouldn't 10, it? Well, that, like, maybe when they see you, it, like, the younger yeah. generation would be like, it's that guy. Mm. It's the impersonator guy. Well, there's guy, you Rory know? and there's Enya and there's the two Johnnies. Yeah. Um, and there's... Maybe Rob Lipset. R- Rob Lipset and yeah. then, yeah, you have all the, all the bloggers and all that. Well, I, well, well. I, d- I don't really know them. Um, well, the female bloggers. The, all the... Bl- yeah, yeah, they're... They're insta insta Yeah, well, I, I, I see Instagram as like a different sort of... It, that's more like you're famous for pictures, whereas mm. content, creating content... Creating co- yeah, yeah. There's very few of us. Rory is the is in my opinion the king. Yeah, I of saw social media. I saw him. I actually saw yours and I saw Enya's appearances all on the No Shame podcast with mm. Paddy Hoolan. and I thought they were brilliant. And, yeah, um, yeah, they, were, they all actually went really well. Ro- Paddy, Paddy's doing really well with that as well. But yeah, uh, oh, he is doing very well with it. It was a, it was a great podcast to go on to. Yeah, uh, not as good as this one though. Obviously not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nowhere near <laughs> as good as this one. Sorry about that, Paddy, but if you're 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 a very distant second. Would you be saying that to his face? Mm-hmm. Of course I would. <laughs> as in, in, in character as Joe Pesci, because he won't be able to touch me then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just speaking about like people like Paddy Hull and things you've done, like, yeah. you know, you've met the class night too. You met Floyd Mayweather. You yeah. met McGregor. Is there anyone on your bucket list who you haven't met, who you'd love to meet? It's, uh, it's, it's simple, boss. It's Robert De Niro. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the mecca for me. Yeah, um, I'm 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 already tr- planning. I'm talking to, um, my agent over in London. Kind of deals with the press junkets. Yeah, and I'd love to be involved with the new Netflix movie coming out, um, with, directed by Martin Scorsese called The Irishman, starring oh, yeah. Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino. That's a fucking wet that, dream that, for Al Foran. That that, <laughs> that, 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 that couldn't be any more right up your it's, street. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's perfect. I could actually see a uh, you go on a radio show with the three of them, and like they answer a question, and then you answer a question in their accent, yeah. and then the listener on the phone has to say, "Is it De Niro or is it Al Foran?" Uh, you know I, what I mean? I, it it would be to to just be involved somehow, and 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 get to meet De Niro. I'd love to because De Niro's met a lot of people who have done impressions of him, um, and he's never impressed. Uh, so <laughs> he's never <laughs> he looks at them, but uh, I just love to. I'd love to. Well, he, like he's one of my favorite actors of all time as well. You know, it, it's it's funny how you've met so many famous people, and you probably haven't looked at it. Mm. You, you probably see that as normal. But uh, have you ever met Sir Alex Ferguson? No, no, no. He's one I'd love to meet. Yeah, same here. Yeah. What about I keep you? Saying, about I you, keep Ross? saying it to the lot, uh, Webby over in Manchester. Go Darren Webb. Good, good, very good pal of mine who'd be he'd be involved a lot with with the club and he'd be good pals with Gary Neville and a lot of the class in '92. Like he he would know Fergie well, and I'd like fucking to me to me Fergie. I just you just the three of us. You want to show your appreciation? You for just him more thank than him, him, wouldn't you? You just thank uh, him. For for me, Alex Ferguson's like if there's one person you could sit down and have dinner with, it would be him. I'd love to have mm. dinner with him. Like I wouldn't even care about getting a photo. I just like to be like. I met him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like to talk him for an hour. He's would not you like to, would you like to be screamed? Uh, yeah, give, give me the like hair door scream whatever you want. For, for an hour. <laughs> it's one of those things where... Kick the boot at your head like Bex. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met Bex? 
No. Is he on the list as well? Is he? Ah, he'd be. Oh, he'd definitely. Be on the list, yeah. He'd be on the list. And and King Eric as well. What about? Oh yeah, Eric Hansen. What about Katie Taylor? Uh, no, I haven't met Katie yet. I think that's like you're eventually going to meet her. It's like inevitable that you will. Well, she's, she's she lives in America. She's a great sport, I have to say. She she commented on the impression I did of her uh, a few months ago, like with laughing emojis. Like she she uh, like she's seen I was taking the piss, but she can. She can take the piss out of herself as well. She, she's one of the most humble people I think I've ever seen. Like her movie on Netflix, it's on Netflix now, Katie. Yeah. It's one of the best f- films I've ever seen. We were actually at the premiere of it and the director. Did you enjoy it a lot? Wasn't it great? <laughs> That's like so perfect. Although like her man creeps me out a bit doing all the prayers uh, before the fight. I was oh, like, look, I've got, I grew up with that. So that's very normal. To, <laughs> you know, very normal. Lord God, to, to praise the Lord about everything, you know, so that's great about it. I, I think it was more so like the man's like, Please give Katie the, the power to punch the head off this other girl. I'm sitting there going, Jesus Christ. It's like watching yeah. someone from a cult, but like, um, that's just what it is. She is a once-in-a-lifetime athlete. She, she is. is one of those. They, they, you know, there's there's very few of them in the world, in my opinion, and she is she is one of them. There's, there's a Floyd Mayweather, there's a Katie Taylor, there's Michael Jordans, and that she's up there. She's Messi's, Ronaldo's, like, I'm telling she's that good. We we, put, we sort of put up a post uh, about her one time and we were like, is this Ar- Ireland's greatest ever sports athlete? And a few people were like, oh, what about like McElroy or Harrington? I was like, not a, not a, not a hope. And then... The O'Driscoll even Yeah, they well. said even O'Driscoll. And I was like, Katie Taylor like single-handedly put female boxing in the Olympics. Yeah. One gold medal. She she's is. like a six-time world champion. Yeah. And like she's, she's and now a three-time professional world champion. She's, she's unbelievable. Imagine, I, I was talking, imagine if she went into MMA. Imagine if she w- she wins the four belts. Because if she wins the fourth belt, there's no one else. No. There's no one else for her to take on. Th- that's that's actually what I say to Barry every time she's going to fight. Barry goes, who do you think is going to win? And I, I, I say every time Katie Taylor fights, it's like, I actually don't know the name of the person she's fighting. So mm. Katie Taylor. Well, I, do, I don't think she has much um, respect for mixed martial arts, though. I don't think she does. I think she's very, she's traditional in, in combat, but she loves boxing. That's that's her passion. But if she was to make that move into the UFC, imagine how interesting that would be. She te- it would be two years, two to three years training for her to get to to grips with the gra- with kind of the grappling end of it and the jujitsu. But like, I, I think it would probably be. I think she'd be too old by then. But um, she is well, well, Holly Holm was was thirty five, thirty six when she made the move into MMA. Did she? Yeah, Holly Holm is. Um, Holly Holm is. 38 now I just wonder I wonder what Katie, like, if Katie gets the fourth belt which I fully expect she does mm. what sort of next because once what he once he, it's same thing with Connor once he reached the very very pinnacle like what what's next do? yeah because yeah. you have to set little goals and well, well I think when he did beat Alvarez I think everybody was like he has to go up against Khabib yeah do you know I, I yeah. that had to happen but now Con- the thing with Connor is he's become he's become the prize fighter now you know, yeah, he he's his own belt, as yeah. he said before. Yeah, he doesn't. He he is essentially. Um, I he's think the golden, I, he's the golden goose. You know yeah, what I mean? the trilogy, the trilogy with like mm. the, the retirement talk is a load of bollocks, in my opinion. No, no, they, it's not. He wants he wants more cash. Yeah, Dana White even came out and said it today, and then he's challenged Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> he, although he, he's weirdly <laughs> been like more active on Twitter and social media in the last while than he has in ages. Like, yeah, he, he has, congratulated Masvidal, he congratulated Pettis, he congratulated Gaethje. I'm sitting there mm. going, geez, we haven't heard like it'd be very rare for him to come down a fight. 
yeah. over the last two years and now every every weekend he's yeah. like well done well done well but, done but Nate is I love I absolutely loved Nate after the, the two fights with McGregor but I'm sick and tired of him now like why didn't he decide to actually go back and and like Nate could have pulled off a main event after the two McGregor fights 100% in my opinion I can't understand why he did, why he pulled out of the Poirier it, fight yeah, he might need the belt, but I think if Nate Diaz asked to fight Max Holloway instead of Dustin Poirier, the UFC would have went, right, you're in. You're you know in, yeah. And they would have done it. He, it's a bit of a strange one. I think he's almost like cutting off his nose to spite his yeah. face, you know that? Yeah, I think 100%. He could definitely easily make another three or four million payday. Mm. He won't make probably the 10 million he made against fighting McGregor, yeah. but he could easily make a lot of money again. He could probably I'd make say, that fight. In, that he's money in, in two he fights. must be enjoying that, the couple of million he made from... from uh, two fights yeah. you obviously blew up during the first rise of when Conor McGregor really hit the stardom yeah, yeah. and now obviously there's a second wave and a load of lads are in Bellator what, what's your sort of opinion on the Irish MMA scene over the last few years because they've obviously helped build yeah there's a lot of promise like I mean uh, Kiefer Crosby is is, is one of them he's, he's he seems to be steamrolling he's vicious isn't he he's vicious he seems to be steamrolling through the competition he's he's um you just certainly. know every time he fights, it's going to be blood on the canvas yeah. at the end of it. Certainly, one he's he's definitely one to look out for. Uh, James Gallagher as well. Um, obviously, he that was a, it was a tough loss for him. Yeah, that KO. Was, you know, but, but he, I don't he, think Ricky Bandeas was given enough credit for it either. Where it's like they they sort of was like James Gallagher lost for nobody. Yeah, but he's they, very good. They they seem to yeah they they seem to outline that because he lost and he 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 does he goes into his fights with. The ultimate confidence, I suppose, and a lot of people can't stand that. So they, that was kind of the the headline after that fight. But he's coming back s- slowly and sure. Like he's very talented. He's yeah. His jujitsu is it's out of this world. Like he takes everything. Yeah, he finds a way to the back and chokes them out it's all phenomenal. the time. People just want to be like Conor McGregor want to be lost. That's all they want to yeah. say. Yeah. And like in fairness, people go, oh, he just wants to be McGregor. But like when he was 15, 16 he was growing up and Conor McGregor was making. His uh, mediocre yeah. rise in UFC he was in the same gym as him yeah. and like if you grow up in this dressing room with Cristiano Ronaldo you're going to probably emulate Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. you know what I mean that's just the way the world works Nanny. you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> Nanny did that yeah um, well, I thought Anderson was going to do the same but then once he crashed his car that was it oh stop yeah yeah uh, there's okay well, obviously like myself and Ross back all the fighters obviously Connor's helped our career as well like obviously helped you a bit more yeah. but um I feel like some of the some of the fighters feel like they have to talk shit, but then when you look at people like uh, well, first of all, King Cowley never really talks shit. But if you look at people no, King like, Cowley doesn't talk any man, shit. He is lovely, but uh, people like Ben Askren, right? You, you yeah. know Ben Askren. The yeah, way yeah. he is just the total opposite. He's more like witty and funny yeah, and calling people yeah. Marty. He's kind of dorky. Yeah, he's exactly dorky it. in a good way. I <laughs> yeah, suppose he, he's he? like the polar opposite of Conor yeah. McGregor. Like yeah. even dress sense, everything. Yeah, so it's more care. like I feel like more of the fighters should be like, you know what? I should actually just be myself, really. Then feel like calling people out. You know what I mean? And then because I I think I think that will become know? a trend. Definitely, you're you're yeah. right there with with Ben Askren. Yeah. A lot of the fighters will just say, oh. What, what am I why am I trying to be something yeah. I'm not exactly and if people are like oh you're trying to be Conor McGregor you're trying to be Conor McGregor you're never going to be they're yourself always, you know yeah. what I mean you, you want to be your own entity there, there, there really is only one Conor McGregor and that's it you're not there's not going to be anyone like him mm-hmm. he's, he's he's you know yeah but you can't pull off that, that like, he laid bubble. down that benchmark as being the only person who could pull who could pull that off you know but there's also like a massive 
part playing it is the fact that he is Irish and American people love the Irish people oh, and if they can meet an Irish person who like put it this way he's like the most stereotypical Irish person to an American of all time now he has his yeah. own whiskey he fights yeah and he's Irish and like he's almost like they're only waiting for him to be like 33 and a third and they're like Right, mm. give that man the presidency. He, he, He's the next yeah. president of America. He's really enjoying the the celebrity lifestyle. Yeah, over in Amer- over in America, especially. He's you know he's he's done something unbelievable. I, I guarantee when you started doing the videos, you never knew it was going to get this big. But like, yeah. even the way he went out on Mikey Conlon's debut, like he visited yeah. Katie Taylor when she won her second belt. Yeah, like he's he's he looks he's backing people to succeed as well. Whereas, like, Ireland, oh, yeah. Ireland has been notoriously known I, I for think, sort of trying to keep people back. Yeah. Whereas he's, like, go on ahead. Yeah, I, I think And, he's, like, he's changed MMA in Ireland forever. Oh, God. And across the world, probably, as well. Oh, God, yeah. that's There's no doubt about that. Like, MMA is huge in this country now. Yeah, but he's also you making know? fighters all around the world get paid more and more money. And mm. they're getting all bigger deals. Like, ESPN put out their top 100 list. He was number five on the list. Yeah. And Khabib was number 15. And there's no way Khabib is number 15 on that list if Conor McGregor doesn't yeah, exist. Khabib probably doesn't make the list. No, he doesn't make the list. You know what I mean? If, it's if, it's, if it's crazy to think. Yeah, it's, it is. Isn't the it? UFC owe Conor McGregor an awful lot. Mm. You know what I mean? $4 billion, some might even say. You know what I mean? I think he was the, the whole... He was the reason behind that. That fucking um, takeover. That takeover. Yeah, big it's time. absolutely insane. And you have to give Ronda Rousey credit as well. A hundred percent. Yeah, you have to. Her, her, like, She's... her transfer over to the WWE was absolutely insane. She's gone from her first ever match being a WrestleMania. Seamless. Yeah, and now she is going She's to getting booed, headline though. WrestleMania. They're booing her. They don't like her. But like, she's come in and she's taken over. I suppose. That's she the hasn't thing. paid her dues per se. Well, that's the thing. She's she's the female Brock Lesnar, except she's a lot more legit. mobile. <laughs> legit than Brock Lesnar like in my opinion if if they are to build her up as as an unstoppable force in that company she's way more legit than like she went undefeated obviously before the home and Nunes fights like Brock Lesnar I think had a four four fight win five and two, F- five and two. how long did Rousey was it before she lost to home I think Ron Rousey was like 12 or 13 no yeah, like and then lost to home and then came back and lost Nunes and her wins were maybe were I know it's obviously it's male and female but, but her I, wins I, were a lot more impressive than Lesnar's oh 100% you know? Ron Rousey was like beating people in 14 seconds yeah. it was like Ron Rousey was so good in a mixed martial arts that mm. like she made people like question whether yeah. the women's division was any good or not yeah. and then like it was a bit like this one just like does a judo throw yeah. and submits them straight away. It's uh, like you never see that in the men's but, fights. Therefore, you but, go, they're not as good. But you know what Ronda Rousey is, in my opinion, she's very similar to Jose Mourinho. In a sense that, with Jose Mourinho, the game of football has passed him by, and it happened to Ronda Rousey when she went up against Holly Holm. It's very similar. They 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 stuck with a similar style. They they yeah. a, a style that worked. For 12 fights in a row with... with the armbar. Mourinho stuck with a style that won him two Premier League titles. Win 1-0. Um, yeah, win 1-0 in whatever, 2018. Didn't work. Like, the the game, they're, both of their respective games passed them by very quickly. That's in, the problem, you know? In Varys Rousey, she made a lot of money and mm. she came out relatively unscathed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
She made right, a huge the amount of money. The, the home knockout it was like devastating. And then yeah. they sort of were just like, oh, here, look. She showed up for the Amanda Nunes fight. It, it, messed, the, it like, messed the poor girl up. Yeah. It really did. It was because she was also being hyped as unbeatable as well. And yeah. then to lose to Holly Holm and the mm. odds were totally in Ronda Rousey's favour. Yeah. And to, to shock the world. Remember when like Joe Rogan's face it went viral when he was so shocked? Yeah. It shut the whole arena up, didn't it? It in did. Australia. Well, it was 2015 and she was... Um, she was on the on the cusp of becoming, the, she like she had beaten, um, Katzengano. Yeah, the Katzengano um, submission, which was just unbelievably she impressive. Just took down fourteen seconds. In, yeah, fourteen seconds. So she was on the cusp of becoming an absolute global phenomenon, and then for that to happen in the same year where things were picking up, she yeah. was getting all the movie roles. It was like. Yeah, and she beat Misha Tate again. Yeah. And then, like, people were just like, she's absolutely incredible. And I think it's when, like, she went to throw the punch against home, missed and fell over. People were just like, what is that? Yeah. And, like, people were saying, even Joe Rowe was like, I think she could beat some of the men at 135 pounds. Yes. And it was A crazy. lot of people were getting ahead of themselves. Like, remember, remember people wanted to match her up against Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. 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 That was around the summer of 2015. They were talking about that. It's funny, though, because that's when Connor was, was, was coming up as well. But Ronda at that time was the bigger name in 2015. Do you think at any stage that Conor was bigger than Ronda when they were both in the UFC? Or was Ronda always bigger? Uh, yeah, 2016, Conor became... Yeah. The, uh, b- b- I think it was when he when Yeah, when he won the the lightweight belt in, at, U, at 205. Um, it was a month before Ronda made her comeback against Nunes for yes. the belt. So he, was, he, was, he had overtaken her. It was a U- uh, UFC 193 Rousey lost to home by knockout and then UFC 194 the next pay-per-view McGregor beat Aldo McGregor beat and Aldo and then you could sort of see the tides yeah. change it started shifting he McGregor lost Diaz, became then he beat bigger. Diaz yeah and then, and then he fought for the he was going for the lightweight belt yeah I think, t- the, I think they were UFC had a big problem at UFC 200 because they wanted McGregor to headline it and then yeah. he didn't and they want Ronda Rousey to headline mm. it against Man Nunes and she didn't which uh, here, here's, so, a, here's so, a question so, for you so, uh, can I, yeah. so, sorry just because I, I pulled it up here uh, Ronda lost to Amanda Nunes at UFC 207 so you think Conor yeah. was a champ champ at 205 wasn't it yeah and uh, that was so in November was, yeah before. so he was big he, you would say Conor was bigger and then yeah yeah, he surpassed her then okay he yeah. surpassed her at that point but here's here's a question for you like obviously as as MMA fans, which Connor year was better, twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen? I would say the bigger year for him was probably when he beat Mendez when he beat Mendez and the yeah, beat Aldo. I think that Aldo. was when the world went what no and way because he beat he beat and Seaver and Seaver. Oh, yeah, don't forget about Seaver. <laughs> uh, but you know. Beating Diaz and Alvarez obviously financially was much better. It, yeah. it, it depends on what, what you think is better. Beating Aldo, who was like the pound for pound champ at the time and yeah. was like unbeaten in whatever, 13 years, mm. or whether beating Alvarez and getting a second belt was better. Yeah. I personally think beating Aldo is a bigger achievement than beating Eddie Alvarez, Huge especially at the time. Yeah. But I just seen him on top of the cage with the two belts and when he brought out the yeah, champ champ and he apologized for absolutely nothing. It was... I, I think... Uh, that was his like crowning moment. It was like yeah. he was never going to get any better than I that. I think that was a huge year for. I think that was his is is a bigger year than twenty fifteen because because of the the recovery from from the loss against um, Diaz in March yeah. um, you know, and and the build up to the Diaz fights it was it was huge build up. 
in 2015 you know? when he beat Chad Mendes, right? I think everyone in Ireland was like, oh, is he going to just get to the top and fall off like every other Irish person? Yeah. And then when he when he won and then cried and stuff, yeah. that's when everyone fell in love. And then when he did, when he knocked out Jose Aldo, it was like, right, yeah. he is the real deal. Yeah, and he like, proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, just he? being on that stage, like, look at him at the times, like the Irish rugby team bottle it, the football team bottle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like for him to actually do it. Yeah, it was... It just gave everyone hope. Another, it gave everyone yeah, hope. It was it just, another worldly. Just because you're Irish doesn't yeah. mean you can't be like take on the biggest mm. names in the world. Like before he fought Jose Aldo, myself and Ross were like, "Man, Aldo is a killer." Remember he like fought Mendes, wasn't it twice? And it was just unbelievable. Yeah. I was like, "Can Conor McGregor actually take this?" Like, but thir- twelve yeah. seconds. He wants. He wants to change it now to twelve seconds, not thirteen. It's seconds. Twelve seconds. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> It's a correction. Jesus, Conor, don't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then. Uh, you know, it's sort of weird because he's now like gone on a lull of his career because he lost to Mayweather. Yeah. He actually did brilliant against Mayweather. I thought he won the first four rounds when I was watching. I was like, this is yeah, brilliant. Now, in fairness, he, he, Mayweather might have like let him win the first four rounds. But possibly. Uh, I was watching it going, Jesus, like, it's not, you know. Mayweather knew he was going to gas Boy versus out. man in there, you know what I mean? Mayweather knew he was going to gas it. Like, May- Mayweather's cardio is... is oh, it's is, next level. It's, it's alien, in my opinion. Like, yeah. he's... he's like you'll never get a better, bo- like there'll never be a better boxer yeah. with better cardio than Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, he doesn't drink or smoke. He, no, he doesn't at all, and he goes on those fucking long runs in the desert. Yeah, but give no excuse for like being a wife beater though, because he can't <laughs> say he was on the drink. Uh, <laughs> right. The thing is, do you think Conor McGregor's going to come back? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah same here, do you? Yeah. yeah. In a prize fighter. Um, yeah, in a f- prize fighter role, I think. I wouldn't be surprised if he Price fought... Fighter setting. If you fought Cowboy next or the mm. Diaz trilogy. I think he should look at those fights where they're almost I, favourable matchups for him. I, I don't think he should go near Khabib. No. There was something about when he was going into the octagon fight Khabib, he was more interested in seeing the proper 12 on the mat than he was in actually fighting him. He was like, oh, there it is, Grand. Yeah. I've made the payday here now. You know what mm. I mean? There was something about... Khabib like, still lives in the gaff with his dad and he's like... Oh yeah. no, there's something about him where he's like he doesn't actually care about well, the Khabib's money. phenomenal. Yeah. He's, Khabib he's is an animal. He's, he's an animal. I have never seen so he many high level fighters. He scares me. Oh terrifying. <laughs> he he was he scared me in that fight. I remember yeah. we were watching UFC two oh five and like he put Michael Johnson's arm behind his back, pinned up against the, yeah. against the cage and started like going, Dana White, give me your Irish chicken. Yeah, it was you know scary, I mean? it was. I, I hate like he's out of this world yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm dying to see him fight Max Holloway though that's the fight I want to see that's the f- yeah Max Holloway is 10 times better than than what he was um, against he's against made to me now so like you know that's definitely going to help he's an absolute he, he comes across as an absolute gentleman now uh, I think everyone likes him like, uh, he came into into my work and I met him and I seen nice that, guys, I actually yeah. seen that on your, on your Instagram yeah I know yeah like he said I was a really nice guy. We squared off. He <laughs> said he was intimidated. What more can I say? You know what I mean? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it went everywhere. Because yeah. people actually thought he was paid to come in there. And he wasn't. Yeah. But he, he actually paid for his own ticket. He, his agent booked it for him. He's also <laughs> his best <laughs> mate. So they're absolute legends. Yeah. Uh, there was also talk that maybe he might show up at WrestleMania this weekend. Obviously, we're going to get into some WrestleMania talk. Because oh, there's a few Irish representatives in it. But uh, do you think Conor McGregor's going to show up at WrestleMania um, this weekend? There was talks of WrestleMania 33. Was he going to show up? There was talks of WrestleMania 34 last year in New, or- New Orleans uh, after the, the whole bus incident. Um, 
fucking hell. Uh, I think he's in America now. He's he's in Miami. I think he's going to show up on Sunday at WrestleMania. I think this is this is the year where it happens. I feel as well. Uh, do you also think that he'll? Okay, say if he doesn't, do you think he'll ever show up in Wrestle uh, in WWE? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, same here. If Mike Tyson showed up, if Floyd Mayweather's done it. Ronda Rousey's done like Snoop Dogg Snoop Dogg <laughs> Conor McGregor definitely had they're like Vince is dying for him to show up he he, like Vince wants it so bad how much does he want them to walk out and do the Billy Strut walk down the ramp yeah. Um, I've sort of like. I think an altercation between a segment between him and Vince McMahon at WrestleMania would be absolute gold. I've tried to envision it. I think like to get the to get the proper twelve whiskey plug in there, like it'd probably be worth it for him. Blood, well, it's a, they're a PG product. They, I don't think they can. They can't advertise yeah, but if you alcohol. Hand, if you hand the microphone, he's going to say it. Of course, he's yeah. going to say it. You know what I mean? Of course, he's going to say it. it. It's one of those things. I know. I was only looking this week because Barry actually sent me like a, a screenshot and like WrestleMania is the sixth biggest sport attraction in the world it's only yeah. behind like the world cup uh it's huge the olympics it's huge the super bowl and a few others as a wrestling fan um it's it, it's like christmas for me i i absolutely love it i am um, I, I i just can't get i can't get enough of the build-up during the like I, I went last year and it was something that I wanted to do for years, and it just didn't disappoint whatsoever. Yeah, tell us about that. Have you been to? Before, sorry, before you tell us that, have yeah. you been to other wrestling events before, like Raw yeah, or SmackDown? Have I, you? Um, well, I, I had been to like you know, in in the point, SmackDown in the point when I was a kid, and and Raw. Um, but no, I I have never been to, to a Raw or SmackDown. Um, but obviously I went to WrestleMania last year. Um, uh, what, what were your seats like there? Oh, the seats were we were we were floor seats. Um, yeah, because there's pictures here. You met Ronda Rousey at the event. Yeah, um, I'll get I'll get into that. But the floor seats, um, like at a price like that, like say if it was a McGregor fight for a. Floor oh, yeah, do you mind me asking how much tickets were? Well, okay, you go to a McGregor fight, you get a floor seat. Um, probably thousand euro down the hole, if not more. Even two thousand. Yeah. Four hundred dollars for a floor seat at WrestleMania. Apparently, this is one for lifetime for people. It's not that dear. It the, the tickets are not that dear at all. And also, I read online somewhere that like people actually get a bit restless at WrestleMania because they do like a seven or eight hour show. It's, it, it was long. I I that was the only thing. It was really long. So we got there. The pre-show was two hours long, and then the show itself was. So five that was hours. almost a show showing itself. So it was seven. Yeah, and there's also like. Obviously, when it's been shown on TV, they do a lot of cutting out and cutting in. Yeah. You find, like, like in between matches and that sort of thing, like, there's a massive, like... Because those sort of wrestlers walk the whole way back up the ramp and well, walk off. Yeah, oh, yeah, there, there was a lot of that. But I found that out more in, on Raw. When I went to... I went to, I went to Raw the night after. And those, like, commercial cuts, like, the wrestlers are still there and they're walking up the ramp and all and they're... Like, the lights are out. It's it's mad. It was a mad thing to see. I, I remember watching... I actually listened to Chris Jericho's podcast sometimes. And like, yeah. When they know they're going to commercial, I don't know if you can tell on them, but they mm. do like a headlock for about three minutes or they hold them on the ground for yeah. ages and they do these long sort of yeah non-sexy moves for a few minutes. For a few minutes. And then they come back and... And, th- and then yeah. next thing you know, there's a bleeding moonsault off the top the, rope. The, the hot tag comes in for the other guy. Yeah. You know, and, he, and he beats up the, the other wrestlers. But... um. Yeah, it, it look, it was absolutely incredible. I went backstage, um, thanks to Finn Balor, 
Fergal Devitt himself. How do you know? How do you know Finn Balor? Um, we were both nominated as Rising Star of the Year for Joe.ie in 2016. I said it was a pri- an honour an, an, an and privilege to be in the same category as him. And he followed me on Instagram and Twitter, started messaging, um, and then got I got to meet him. I think I, I'd been chatting to him for a good year, actually. So it was 2016, that was. I was chatting to him for a year, um, just keeping me updated on how he was because he, he had an in, he had a very bad injury um after he won the belt yeah. at SummerSlam. Yeah, I, was, I watched his documentary on RT when yeah. he was over in Japan and then when he was over in Japan got so it was just starting out in WWE. Yeah. See he, he had a tough injury. So finally got to meet him in New Orleans and he was an absolute like such a lovely fella. So sound like he, he introduced me to I went to the access thing. Which is yeah. crazy, by the way. The, the access is huge. He introduced me to Randy Orton. Randy Orton was bang on. like Yeah, so I, I, I always look at Randy Orton and go, he looks yeah. like a bit of a prick, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I was thinking that, because I, I'd heard... I'd I heard, heard he, like, he was like insulting a woman in the gym or something oh, before, or something like that. I heard that. stories about Randy Orton. I was, thinking, I was real nervous, and he was like, how you doing, Al? How are you, man? And all. And he was asking me about Ireland and everything. I was sitting there eating the catering and all. It was getting the food, like... Oh, it, there was was just, a, it was just surreal. Like there was, no, there was another one actually I saw about him, man. It was being interviewed in an airport, and mm. they were like, "How do you feel about WWE taking all the Saudi Arabian money and like those Saudi Arabian people are being kidnapped?" Yeah, and he was like, "Got to put food on the table for the I kids," know, and I was yeah. just like, "Man, you're an absolute multi-millionaire." Oh, like, but, he, I know, but he was—he look, he was—he was really nice to me, um, and I remember saying it to Fergal, I said, oh, "Randy's bang on," and I think his his response was. Here, listen. He said, "Like not many people know Randy. He says he's an absolute. He's a solid fella. Like yeah. And then, and then obviously, do you call him Ferg now? Do you? I call him. I or do you call, call him Finn? Fergal. No, I wouldn't call him Finn. I don't know. I I think he's. I think he's comfortable with people calling him Finn. But I don't. I don't. I wouldn't call him that. Yeah. For people who aren't actually aware, WrestleMania 35 is on Sunday, mm. and it's being headlined by females for the first time ever. Ireland's own Becky Lynch is taking yeah. on Ronda Rousey and. Charlotte Flair and um, both titles are actually on for on the line as well. Yeah, the undisputed champion is, is um, Becky Lynch. First of all, we need to know: is she going to win? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. She's, and then she's, is is she going to call she, herself the champ champ? Oh God, yeah. Or the man man? The man man. Um, I'll tell you what: Becky's going to win, but she's going to submit uh, Charlotte. Not yeah, they, d- they don't want Ronda, Ronda Rousey to actually yeah. lose, sure they don't. Ronda, Ronda will be protected. They, they'll what they'll do is it, and it'll be a classic move in every triple threat match. They'll put Ronda through the announcers' table, and she'll be out for the match. And it'll be between Charlotte and Becky for the last five minutes of the match, and it'll play out. Becky, and Ronda come back. Ronda will come back again, and yeah, it's gonna be an unbelievable match. It's, I have to say, it's fantastic. That it's it's a women's main event. It's it's actually exciting. The build up for it has been so good. Um, it's like, would it, you would you like to get involved with it in any sort of way? Because look at the Irish people competing now. And back in the day when when I was, it was the Attitude Era. Like you couldn't have even dreamed of an Irish person being in it. I I I I'd, I'd love to get involved. I always wanted to be involved from a writing standpoint. I could always, I could always kind of. Twe- uh, there was some storylines that I'd look at and I said, oh, I'll tweak tweak that story in there, tweak that kind of um, match. I, would, I wouldn't I would know about kind of matches. I wouldn't know how, 
how that would play out. I, I well, I kind of can, but like, I would so you'd love like to be on the creative give, side. Yeah, I'd love. I, I, I always wanted when I was a young kid. I wanted to be. I never actually wanted to be a wrestler though. I was uh, like, I, I know mates who who wrestling fans like myself. They they wanted to be wrestlers, but I always just wanted to be involved in the creative. Would side. you like to be an on screen personality though? I don't know about that. And, and compared to me, an obviously, obviously you're a mic guy. You're a funny guy. Who are your like top three people on the mic in WWE? Who do you think is funny? Who, who who like just needs to stand there with a microphone? We, doesn't we, need to do we, the wrestling. We start off number number three. Um, I feel like you've prepared John this Cena. before. I, I have to say, John Cena is like a lot of people hate him, but on the mic when he when he cuts a promo, he's there's no one as 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 good as him. He's not on this WrestleMania though. Sure, he's not. He is. All right, who's he fighting? Kurt Angle. Yeah. Okay. It's not Baron Corbin, Barry. It's not Baron Corbin. It's going yeah. to be. It's the rumor is it's John Cena versus Kurt Angle because there's online outrage about Kurt Angle's last match being against Baron Corbin. Me, me and Barry actually watched. Was it Raw? No, SmackDown. SmackDown, and mm. he's fighting AJ Styles. I remember I was on the same plane as AJ Styles before. I was like, "Who's your man with the soccer mom hair?" He's unbelievable. And and uh, I was looking at Kurt Angle and Barry. What's he move like? Yeah, it's sad. He moves like a crab. Like yeah, it's really his neck sad. Is just fused together. It's it, I I hate I hate looking at it because he was. Yeah, but they can't leave. They they never want to leave. They're just it's, they, it's it's their life. It's the sad. It, it is. It's the sad kind of thing about it. I, I I hated seeing him move around like that. He can't even do the angle slam anymore. Like it's like no. it looks terrible. He can't. Yeah. When I watched it, he still had hair. Exactly. He said, yeah. <laughs> he was goo- He was a dork. Who who else is top on the mic? Uh, it's number three John Cena and number two CM Punk the cult of personality yeah Did, wasn't the he like famous bomb. for like going off script for like ten minutes on well that's off. why he's so good on the mic he went off script and uh, through that he became the the biggest name in the company because he, he went sit off down script. on top of the titantron and just like slay everyone yeah that's what he did and of course, number one, you don't, you lads, you know who number one is on the mic. Mankind. No. <laughs> the uh, Rock. Dwayne. Dwayne is number one on the mic. He, he actually is incredible, isn't he? He's incredible. Have you ever met The Rock? No. Oh, would he you love to meet me. The Rock? He tweeted me. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that before. I was like, what? He tweeted me. Um, obviously, you're a big fan of WWE and like Ronda's headlining the card. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised how well she's done there? And. Do you think they, the girls could have headlined it without her? Um, no. Simple as. She's Ronda Rousey, for God's sake. Um, she's the draw. She's the money. She's a huge draw. She was the draw last year. The tag match between her and... Uh, that, by the way, that was the best match on the card. Her and Angle against Triple Yeah, I was H. only saying that to Barry earlier. That, like, everyone said that was the best match. Yeah, but after that match... We all lost our st- we all lost our energy after that. Is, match. is is that how they sort of determine what the best flat. match is by the crowd? Is it as in like that's the yeah. one that the crowd pop most yeah. for? See, I don't know. See, this main event is so intriguing. People are looking forward to it so much, but this it's going to be a six hour show. Like the Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match for the for the, the Universal Belt. That's going to be another high octane. Um, adrenaline field match which the fans are going to be really into so I, I don't know how they're going to do it. I I reckon there's like do you reckon they uh, might put a match before that match that's not the Brock Lesnar at, at, at hour, hour two or hour three they'll put that match on 
um, and the crowd will go wild and then they'll give the crowd a, a few more hours to kind of get their energy back up again. It, it, it seriously, it's it's a long fucking event. Yeah, there's no know? there's no fucking cursing in this podcast, though. But uh, no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm not joking. There's no fucking Sorry. cursing. No, but uh, yeah, obviously the card's stacked. It has loads of big names. Seventeen. But uh, one thing, don't you, don't you wait people hold up the banners in the back. Do people like make them there, or did you just bring them with them? Oh, they bring always, the signs. Yeah, the signs. I was always like, where do you get them signs? There's barely. <laughs> do you know what? The, the, a lot of them are confiscated before the shows. Yeah. It, it wasn't like back in the Attitude Era. They let all the signs in. Yeah. I, I saw that because um, Chris Jericho is now signed with a new wrestling company. Um, yeah. with Cody Rhodes the best thing um, this is the best thing that's ca- that can happen to the WWE this AEW company backed by Tony Khan Sadiq Khan the Fed owner of Fulham. Fulham six billion dollars is his net worth because he was Chris Jericho was saying on one of his shows that someone was wearing an AEW t-shirt at mm. a WWE event and they came and like took the t-shirt off him now, I don't know whether they gave him like another t-shirt to wear they're going to be huge uh, I guarantee you CM Punk will sign to them in the next few months and they're going to be the direct they're the new WCW but they'll be WCW done right Kenny Omega have you heard of Kenny Omega? huge huge star in New Japan wrestling actually he's going Chris Jericho there recently didn't he it was like he, he was like... So, uh, Jericho, did he wear something weird or something? He dressed up as a character Yeah, there's a lot of theatrics with New Japan and AEW. You'll, it's it's very different kind of style. It's a the strong style of wrestling. So, the strong style is very much... There's there's more physical contact um, between the wrestlers than it is in w, WWE, you know? It's quite unprotected in a sense. What, what age are you when you got into wrestling? Um, I was seven years old. Yeah. No, because back in the day, like I was mad into it. The attitude era. Yeah. And then I felt like once it changed and went more PG, I sort of fell oh, off. I, I, but like there was always certain things that like I did check out. Like as in like I'd go back and see Wonder yeah. Royal Rumble because that's always amusing. You, yeah. You, you get flashbacks of people. Like Kurt Angle went in this year. I couldn't believe it. But uh, yeah. don't you wait, like a lot of people fell off. And then like what kept you going along that wave? You know what I mean? Especially yeah. because once it, I found it, it was like Santa. When I found out he was fake. I was, 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 was heartbroken. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I I I always think about that. Um, I just absolutely loved it. I I, I once I got into it, I just couldn't. I could. I, I just it was like it was addictive for me. Um, I I I started watching it in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, when McMahon and Austin, the, the probably the greatest. The greatest ever storyline, the McMahon Austin rivalry. Um, when he went and battered him in the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I beat him up in the hospital, and then I got into it ninety nine Triple H coming into the four and two thousand when Kurt Angle came in. You know the DX the six. I I I remember well recording Armageddon, the six man hell in the cell. Do you remember that? Match? That was Rikishi in it. With Rikishi, and he got it. thrown off onto yeah. the, like, the lorry. Undertale. I still remember that. And then, and then I just kept going because a lot of lads were falling off around 2001. Uh, I think it was 2001 people stopped watching it because um, it was WrestleMania 17. It was The Rock versus Stone Cold. The best WrestleMania ever, by the way. Like 17, wasn't it? Yeah, in yeah. Houston, Texas, where, the, where Austin turned into a, the villain at the end and shook Vince McMahon's hand. That's when people stopped. That's when it... it you know, it couldn't get any better than that. I think that was no, it. No, it couldn't. 
oh, because people felt like that was the end the of the pinnacle. movie. Basically, it was oh, the okay. end. It was the, it was like the end of a long running. Wasn't TV wasn't series. like the, the world title that year? Chris Jericho versus Triple H, wasn't it? No, that was two thousand and two. Was it okay? I remember. Yeah. I remember. They, they went on after, and WCW came into it after that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I think it was, I was like Benoit and Perry Saturn and Eddie Guerrero started coming in. Other people started transitioning yeah. out. Uh, I think it's one of those things where uh, I remember The Rock fought Hulk Hogan yeah. on a card. And was that the year Jericho and Triple H? I remember. But it's like whoever The Rock's fighting in WrestleMania match. is the main event. Whether like, you know but they, what I mean? They, like, booed the Rock. Not. they booed The Rock for the whole match. They, they cheered on Hogan because Hogan was, was the bad guy with NWO but he was showing signs of the immortal Hulk Hogan from the 80s you know the Hulkamania yeah. um, and the fans were got like if you want to watch a match like it's not a high quality match but if you want to watch a match in terms of theatrics and like storytelling ro- storytelling Rock versus Hogan at Wrestlemania 18 is just it's perfect that's what WWE is about it's about telling the story it is it's isn't the it? pageantry it's about telling the story you know who's your all time favourite uh, WWE or WWF um I was about to say, yeah. Superstar. Superstar yeah, it. well, do you know, there's... there's t- Actually, I, I, yeah, there's... there's do, you have, do you have to, like, time scale it off, do you? I, I, well, I, I actually... Bre- there's two categories for me. There's the superstars, which I'd probably class as the entertainers. Yeah. The My favourite... It's w- like the John Cena era. Yeah, well, my favourite entertainer of all time is Stone Cold Steve Austin, without a what? shadow of a doubt. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the reason... He was the reason why I got into wrestling. He was just... He was the reason why you probably got in. Why you got in. I, I actually preferred The Rock. Yeah, But, no. like, Austin always beat him yeah. in the end. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There was, it, it was either The Rock or it, Austin. It, it, you know what? It, it was the iconic stone cold, like, the mm. glass breaking. Or if The Rock on If you smell... Yeah. And, like, it was like... it was like You just knew, like, it was guaranteed entertainment from 100%. there on in. 100%. Badass. Badass. Do, do you think any, like, superstars that are, that are in it now can even make it to that level? I mean, because no. I feel I feel like they're they're lacking it's, like the, the way they are Triple H's, Undertakers, The Rocks, mm. like Austin's, like they're these lacking, people are unbelievable. They're lacking because um, they're in the PG era and they're being they're actually being held back. Yeah. The, these guys are being held back. These the wrestlers that are around nowadays are far better athletes than the likes of oh, Triple 100%. H. And Look at Finn Balor; he's absolutely shredded. Oh, shredded. Seth Rollins is like he, he's unbelievable. I sort of look at like the main guys, right? So, like in sort of the main matches, you have Brock Lesnar versus Seth yeah. Rollins, and you have Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. I can't believe Kofi Kingston's fighting for the title, by the way. Well, uh, the, the Daniel Bryan storyline from from four years ago, where he kind of he rose beat, up as the underdog, was unbelievable. He beat like Triple H and then beat Batista, yeah. was it? Yeah, I, I, I remember. I remember like he, I just he beat all of Evolution in one night. Just before we get to that, I was you were talking about my favorite of all time. Obviously, my favorite entertainer is Stone Cold. My favorite wrestler was was Kurt Angle. I loved Kurt Angle because oh, he put real, on a five he? star. But my favorite after that, I think my favorite wrestler of all time is probably Shawn Michaels. Um, just I after it was after the Undertaker match at WrestleMania, um, twenty five. It's the greatest match ever. You know what? He, he Shawn Michaels, he, he never put on a bad match. He was just flawless. They actually sort of ruined the Undertaker by like keep on like throwing him out now, don't they? As in like I, yeah. I've seen him and he looks sad, so it's so sad old, to see. and it is very sad to see. You know what they sort of ruined the Undertaker? Now like I knock into like writing the rest of the way you want yeah. to be. But right, he lost Brock Lesnar, right, and he lost streak. 
they lost to Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. They should have brought him back for the next WrestleMania to the triple triple threat with Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> let him beat the two of them in the one go, and yeah. he got back that, and then he I throws off. About that. I thought about that too. I thought about that. That would have been a nice way for him to. Yeah, but like it's real. Like he's gonna fight. I don't know. I feel like he's gonna like right. You're gonna fight Mark Henry this year. He he'll be there this year. Um, Again. Yeah, but he won't be wrestling. He it'll be he'll be involved in in a in a segment. Um, and I I have a I have a feeling I know what the segment is going to. Be. I, I, All right, give my, us give the lowdown. It's my little pre- yeah. I think he's going to show up. Um, he's going to come out out of nowhere, and Sting is going to show up as well. And I think him and Sting are going to fend off these kind of mid-card jobbers who come out and interrupt them and it'll be it'll be a real Wrestlemania moment because it's a bit everybody like, wanted Undertaker versus Sting at Wrestlemania it was the most in-demand match the, like a legend from WCW and a legend from the WWE it was just the match bit, actually that actually sort of reminds me Do you remember The Rock came out who was your man who was a Daniel Bryan now the guy with the big ginger beard oh Rowan yeah. Eric Rowan, the, the Bray, seven foot fella, Bray Wyatt. Fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 what do you say? The Games of Thrones looking fella, <laughs> right? <laughs> he, what, didn't the Rock like rock bottom him and like beat him in like five seconds yeah. in like an ad hoc match at WrestleMania yeah, one year? Ridiculous. I, I remember it was like it, the whole match went on like an Instagram clip. Yeah, and like that was just it. It was crazy. It, it, that was it's that, mad. that was that was three years ago. That was the the one in the fucking Cowboy Stadium. Like they like they go all out with the stadiums. They really do. Yeah, they're in MetLife Stadium this year, isn't it? In Met New Life, Jersey, yeah. yeah. They were in the the Superdome is some stadium, lads. Fucking. I hell. heard New Orleans is actually brilliant visit. Oh, it's, yeah, best town, one of the best places to go for Mania. And uh, we were actually again. I was saying to Barry, we were watching SmackDown, mm. and uh, we saw Sheamus there. He's he's in a tag team now. Um, mm. is he on WrestleMania this year? I don't think he is. No. Is he, is he nowhere? They're not going to, like, there's no match I don't to throw him into. I don't know if there's anything for him. I think, he's, I think he's kind of happy and content enough where he is. Like, he won the belt. He won the Royal Rumble. Um, he's been in that tag team with Cesaro for, I think, three, four years now. And they've won the tag belts. Like, he's happy enough where he, he's He's, like, at. very good friends with Triple H, isn't he? Like, in real yeah, life. Yeah, he is very good friends with I, Triple I remember, H. I remember seeing that. And then, obviously, Finn Balor's going to fight Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley's, like, an absolute monster. I don't think I've ever seen a physical specimen like Yeah, him. he's a monster, and, uh, isn't he? Because, like, he went to TNA for a while, I think, mm. and he was doing... He was doing MMA. He was fighting Strike Force Strike at Force, the time, yeah. yeah. And did, did he fight in Bellator as well? I feel like he, he did. Wasn't he undefeated? Um, I think he, he lost one fight. He lost one fight. He lost yeah. one fight to some, like, terribly fat, out-of-shape fella. He's fighting yeah. Finn Balor this year, so, like, that's going to be an interesting one. It'll be an interesting one. It's Triple H versus Batista. Drax from Drax. Guardians of the Galaxy. That, what's that when Triple H loses, he has to retire. So yeah. Does that mean he's going to win? Is that, is that yeah. sort of the way it works out? He's never beaten him before. He's never beaten Batista before. How many times well, have they, they fought? Played, uh, uh, they fought three or four times. Okay. About ten years Can you ago. say fought? Is that, is that how you say it? Um, I yeah. suppose it is, isn't it? Like, yeah. like, it's a one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, is there any WWE superstars that people should definitely look out for that you, you feel is going to be the next wave. Like, for um, instance, when you look at Roman Reigns, like, that fella looks like he's made out of stone, also related to The Rock. And, uh, he, but, like, he had that problem. He had leukemia, he? Had, he? Yeah, he had yeah. leukemia. He, he had, it be- before the, um, he announced the leukemia, he was, he, the, the guy was getting a hard time from the fans, like, because he had been pushed to the top level and, and a lot of the fans weren't, 
kind of happy with that. Um, I at the start a few years ago, I was like, I I didn't I didn't really agree. I didn't want. I didn't think he was he was good enough. But he, he eventually he proved and proved and proved that he was. You know, he like he puts on great matches. He, he'll never get a bad match out of the guy. He just needed to work on his mic skills. But he's gotten better at that. Um, and it's brilliant that he's he's recovered from the leukemia yeah. and he's come back for WrestleMania. It's because crazy you can be that like fit, look that well, fit, and then when he was gone, the ratings were actually plummeting. Uh, as much as the fans before he he announced that, um, you know, were were they were booing him because he essentially a lot of people, a lot of the fans are saying that he was shoved down their throats as being the top guy, and fans didn't want it. But he was he was gone away for those few months. And the ratings were at an all-time low. So it shows you when he came back, they were back up again, you know. He came back at the right time around WrestleMania season. Um, I think he does have a lot of potential. He can he can get better. I think he down the line he should turn heel. He should become a heel. Uh, I think that would be the best career move for him. Because, like, it would be a real, you know, he'd be, I think he'd be a great, a great bad guy. Yeah. If it's probably, he's probably lucky he's not a heel right now when he's sick because people are like, ha. Huh. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but like yeah. He's a good guy. They're like, oh, get well soon, man. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I think the, fa- the, the, the fans are really, um, the, a lot of them are, are behind them yeah, now, you know. Um, just, yeah, the one or two matches I was just going to ask about. Shane McMahon's going to fight The Miz. Mm. Um, this, this is actually going to be a Falls Count Anywhere match. So I take it that means Shane McMahon is going to like jump off some he's piece gonna go of nuts. yeah he's gonna jump off some yeah. statue somewhere in the middle of the stadium yeah I can see Shane McMahon winning that yeah do you think yeah, so yeah I can see him winning that and then another one I want to ask about is uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston cause again we were watching Smackdown and it, Kofi all day yeah Kofi I, was gonna, I was gonna say Vince McMahon is like against Kofi Kingston um, mm. do think Vince McMahon's racist <laughs> <laughs> like the, he's been like seen like doing racist things on, on the show before yeah was that, we saw it earlier, wasn't it? Booker he, T. Yeah, he went bought walked. He was talking to John Cena, and then he used yeah. the N word, and then like next thing you know, he walks by Booker T. Now, obviously, that was sort of a what's happening. My yeah, yeah. not going to say the word, and then he walks. He says it to John Cena, who at the time had a, a he was rap, like a white boy rapper. Yeah, a rap gimmick, a gimmick, and then he walks past Booker T. Like it was just <laughs> sometimes like Vince. Vince does the craziest things like, in fairness he's like 70 isn't he like, yeah he's he's and he's he's he's, he's mad like well some of the storylines that he's come up with over the years like you know he's always he's not going to come out with 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 golden storylines all the time like some of them have been just absolutely i, I actually was like doing my research for, May for young it just giving to be birth like, to a hand and it was like it was like top 10 worst Vince McMahon storylines yeah. like apparently he was going to try and come up with an incestual story between him and stephanie at one stage i was like yeah was like, what is wrong with this fella? Yeah. Uh, where do you think the uh, WWE goes once, uh, like Vince passes away? You know what I mean? Like, because he is the total direction for the last like forty years. Maybe. Um. Well, look, you asked me about who who to watch out for in the WWE. Um. Triple H has to take over because he has fronted NXT. Uh, NXT. The the some of the guys on NXT are just. There's a guy on NXT called the Velveteen Dream. He's 23 years old and he oozes charisma and he's entertaining as hell to watch. He's nuts. He's nuts. He's like, he's like a merged version of Prince and The Rock. That's, that, does he have the one-liners? 
one-liners, he's arrogant as hell, and he's he he is a he is a huge future ahead and of him. Well, you dressed up as Hulk Hogan. He he's. Yeah, you look at this guy now and you think, this what the hell? Looks like a bit of a joker, to be honest. He looks like the he sort of fella who comes out and then loses in 10 seconds. When I seen him, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then and then I started watching him with the mic and all that. I was like, this guy is fucking gold. What's, what's his finisher? Because I always think that's always important. I don't know why, I just do. I think his finisher is like some sort of, it's it's a it, Hulk Hogan-esque. It's like a mental leg drop. Oh, yeah? He's But this guy, he's he's agile. He has a lot of ability. And another guy, Ricochet. Look him up. Yeah. All I have to say is look that guy up. Ricochet, that, that, is that what, like, comes off the walls or something? That's yeah. what, like, Ricochet is when, like, you, yeah. you fire a gun. And that's get, what like, the fucker does. He, like, uh, you see him there. If Pull him up on YouTube. Pull him up there, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, like so. These are these are guys who are like the more headline wrestling yeah, the, the, next the, year or that, the, in two or three years time. Two, three, year, four years time. Yeah. Even Johnny Gargano's. What, what's one the average one. time people will spend at NXT? Because I know that's the development one. Uh, by the way, they have to set one up two to in three London, years in England. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where two Finn Balor started, years. wasn't it? He was like the champion there. Yeah. And then, oh we, well, Finn Balor was in Japan for. But when he came to WWE first, he was yeah he was, in he NXT. Was, he was the NXT. Yeah. And then he was like, the demon. What is the story with the demon? You have, like, I, I don't really get this concept of Finn Balor and the demon. Um, basically, the whole demon thing is he's like unstoppable and nobody can beat him. And so he pa- he, he paints his face and then like he, he can't yeah. lose. He can't lose, yeah. And he, he's doing the demon against Bobby. It's Lashley, kind of like an Undertaker thing, isn't he? Yeah, he come he comes out like it's like the mystique character that he turns in, but he does it. Once every year, twice, he, twice he, if we're lucky. Does he do a different like uh, ring entrance when he does the? Demon? Yeah, because like he same does, music, but he does it differently. It's it's. Does he do the thing where the fans all put their hands in the air? Because that's <laughs> really cool when he does oh, that. It's 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 mad when he does that. Like he's like very very athletic. We're here watching this, this uh, ricochet fella, and oh yeah, oh that's cool. He, yeah. do, he, does, he does a lot of like jumping off the ropes. He's, he, he's, he's a high flyer. He's a high flyer. It seems like that's the way the majority of the fighters are going, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. A lot of it is. The, the, and what what's his finish move? Does he do like a swanton bomb or something? Oh, it's like a fucking corkscrew four sixty second. Oh, oh so he does like he does like about sixty twists yeah, in the air, yeah. and off top rope, off the top rope. He's he's just. But I go to the end of that video and you see his finish move. It's like. Who are the people we looking for? Look at him there! Ricochet. That's the one there where he... Ricochet and the Velveteen Green. Watch this. The Velveteen Green. <laughs> That's a lot like what they did in Japan, wasn't it? It's a 630 senton. That's what he does. It's... A, it's, a, it's it's. Would you, would you say that's like the best finisher in WWE at the moment? <laughs> you know what I don't like? I don't like Finn Balor's finish move. I don't like that. Like jump off the top and like the stomp. The coup de gras. Yeah, the stamp. What why is it, what, what's what's the coup de gras mean? Or is that just what he calls it? I think he calls it. Does that mean something? Does that mean like it's over or something? Or? Yeah, I think so. I think he could do like a better one, if you know what I mean. I look at that yeah. and go... Mm, but he does, that, the, he does the dive outside outside of the, the ring, you know, as well. Oh, no, in he fairness, he has the, some the other cool moves. I'm just, I'm just a bit like... Mm. Yeah. Although then again, like... Hulk Hogan just did like a leg drop and he just called the Hulk Hogan leg drop the rock to people's elbow the rock did an elbow yeah you know? so like I suppose you can sort of get away with it but I'm just yeah. like 
uh, as a bit like I suppose you could give out that Rey Mysterio does the 619 but like mm. no one else ends up on the second rope unless you're yeah. fighting Rey Mysterio yeah sure like wrestling's going so long nearly all the moves are taken how many more moves can you do yeah, how many more yeah. can you do it's, yeah. it, but before you start doing the stunner backwards yeah. like yeah, I was going to say, I've never seen someone do Ricochet's move, but I don't like, think anyone like, else can do that move. Like, a leg drop is, like, such a basic move. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I, ah. a bit like, I think it's a bit like when you see Finn Balor run and jump over the top rope on someone, and then you just see him, like, jump and kick someone, and, mm. like, that's it. Well, I think the unique thing about that whole over the... T- like, that when Undertaker did that dive outside the top, like... For a guy who was what six six ten, they build him at they yeah. build him as as six ten. About what six seven? He's or about six 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 seven. But for a, a guy that size to do that was just phenomenal. Yeah, like, but he's the best to ever do it, really, isn't he? The Undertaker. Uh, well, yeah, we were talking about my favorite my favorite wrestler ever. But the general consensus, I believe, Undertaker is the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, but he also looks stayed in his character at all times. Mm. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, just for, like I, longevity. I, 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 Messi's not my favourite player of all time. He, like he'd definitely be one of them. But from a general point of view, like I I consider him the best player of all time. He's the best it's naturally gifted player best of all time. Best naturally part. gifted player of all time. That's the way I think about Undertaker. Did you watch Pokemon, did you? Of course I did. Yeah, it's sort of like Mew is Messi and then Mewtwo is Ronaldo. Yeah, if, yeah. if that makes any sense to anyone. That's but, a uh, feckin' br- that that is a fantastic analogy. Yeah, you can you can rob that when you're Ash Ketchum at a yeah, absolutely. Ha- Halloween next time. But uh, <laughs> sorry, can I just ask you again what what you actually think will happen once the Vince era is finished? It'll just be like Triple H take over. Yeah, tri- Triple H will take yeah. over, and and Stephanie, of course, Stephanie will will have a role in it. And um, you're gonna see uh, the women. The women are going to be. Uh, this is a sign now. This is the main event of WrestleMania. This won't be a one-off. Oh, there will sh- there will be ma- women main events. In the next couple of WrestleManias, they'll oh. they'll they'll actually change it once a year. I think next year will be a main a men's main event again. Year after that, it's it sort of depends on what the fans make the storylines as well, isn't it? Whatever, yeah. what's hot and what's not. Yeah. Because I'm actually looking at the poster here, right? And you have Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. Mm. Obviously, the main event they have to be on the poster. Charlotte Flair is fantastic, by the way. Then you have Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. They're fighting for. The, the, the toil the, yeah yeah and then you have Roman Reigns who's obviously back from leukemia and everyone's yeah. like go you but then you have Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor how come Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston are not yeah it's, it's it's a mystery to me yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the match was made a week ago so it's oh they didn't have time to they didn't have time it. yeah it was a very late kind of oh by the way what's the story with his belt because it looks wooden uh, he's, Daniel Bryan's well do you know the whole thing about Daniel Bryan he's like a fucking vegan eco-friendly that actually makes a lot of sense now you've villain. said that he, he hates he, he hates yeah, the general public he, he he calls the fans fickle and everything it says they're disgrace like it's brilliant in the modern de- in the, the society society today like you start pointing at the fans he goes you're ruining the beautiful world that we live in eating this junk food and all he's f- like was he not the most popular fella in all WWE like nearly ever well, yeah. did he not just make everyone put their hands up and, and then go, yes, seamlessly yes. he turned into a dastardly heel. He he he's like he's like an ultra 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 liberal and a lot of people can't really take the liberals to be honest with you. Like ultra liberals. You know, and he's that kind of way inclined. Is he vegan? Like ve- like people complain about vegans online. Is he, is he a better bad guy or a better good guy though? Because I always thought he was like oh, he was the most loved fella Look in the whole thing. He's a better bad guy. 
Oh, well, there you have it. You have, you have it from he the, was from the man in the know. He's a brilliant bad guy. He's a great good guy as well, though. And uh, which match are you most looking forward to? Uh, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. That's going to be class. Do you, do you reckon he's going to get any help from like Roman Reigns in the match or anything? Or it's going to be straight yeah, up? Yeah, it could happen. I, ho- I hope I hope he doesn't. I just want to see a straight up match. What, do you, what are you overall expecting from WrestleMania this weekend as well? It's going to be long. Yeah, Plenty of coffee. Um, I hope it's exciting. I hope there's surprises. And I hope it's... I hope... Like, I... I want the you just I want the women to just tear the house down. I want them to put on a match that people will talk about for years to come. Will you watch it by yourself or will you watch it with the and boy you went to WrestleMania with? Yeah, yeah, Greg, my good pal Greg will be watching. Two years, two years watch together. And, and and another pal of mine, Chalky. We we the three of us watch it. Would you ever do like a live stream or anything for anything, or are you going to do like videos on your Instagram as it goes on? I won't be fucking doing a live stream. Would you say, I'll have to feed the baby in between <laughs> those six hours. Would you say True Jordy would be doing one? He's mad for doing all. For the I spoke events. to him about it. He wants to do one, but I don't think he is doing one this weekend. It it sort of depends because like, all right, I would have no problem doing a live stream on something, but like. We need someone like yourself there who knows like, the yeah. ins and outs as opposed to I'd sit there going, go on Finn Balor with my Irish flag. <laughs> you know what I mean? As if like, as if, like me rooting for him actually makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, well, here, look, we're after going like 20 minutes over what we usually yeah. go. But uh, tell us exactly what to look out for from yourself for the rest of the year and what you have coming. Um, what we yeah, should look out for you doing next. There's a, there's a couple of things. There, there'll be a couple of gigs organized. I'm, I'm kind of away from the stand-up end of things. Um, I'm doing a lot of speaker dinners over in the UK, um, but definitely expect has nothing's been announced yet. But expect something towards the end of the year, towards the the um, third quarter of the year, I suppose. Oh, wow, you're getting very business on us now. Very American, yeah. Um, Would you say it's just once you get used to having the, the child and just get into routine, yeah. and then you can sort of yeah. I'm constantly I'm 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 back and forth in the UK. You know. Yeah, you you're flying over there an awful lot. Mm. Uh, you mainly to Manchester or Manchester? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I assume so because you do a lot of sort of yeah. Man United less gigs. Yeah. Um. No, that that's absolutely brilliant. Is is there anyone you want to like shout out? Any sponsors or anything like that that you want to say a special thank you to? Ah, well, geez. what sponsors for me? Yeah, for you. Ah, the the fact the Renault, of course. Oh yeah, lovely Megan outside one nine one. gave us the full no, tour. I'm a very I'm a I'm a look I'm a look tell him. A lucky Does fella. Alison like the car? She loves it. Yeah. The baby loves it as well. Yeah. Do you have to bring the baby in the car to get it to go to sleep? Yeah. Oh, she goes to sleep straight away in the car. It's brilliant. Oh, unreal. But it's, 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 I'm blessed. Like, I can't thank them enough. Um, is that Belgard, is it? With, with Belgard. We're going to create content together uh, as well in the Happy coming days. months. You know what? Fair play to them for being, you know, it's 2019. They're seeing, like, a guy who's. Yeah. Already there, but like I'm very, going, going, going places as well. I'm very and lucky. You know what? Like well, they we, got a good deal with yourself. A, we had an idea uh, to do a kind of uh, you know the Thierry Henry videos he does for Sky Sports <laughs> in the Renault. We decided to do one uh, in in the vein of Eamon Dunphy football. It's a game, baby, for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> with the music in the back. Do 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 do. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Me and Barry have already just discussed that. Like. That Stormzy song is ruined. 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 Like that Thierry Henry ad. As in like... Ruined. I think well, it's played about eight times during a match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Al, is there any platform that you want people mainly to follow you on as well? Uh, so inst- so we, in- we Instagram. 
Yeah. Instagram, please. Uh, Al Foreign Comedy on Instagram. Yeah, make sure to follow Al. He's going mm. places as well. Good man. Well, Al, thanks, man, for coming on the show. Pleasure, Next lads. time, it can't be three years, but uh, no, it can't. keep doing what you're doing, man, because who would have thought all this would happen from I know. an impression? I know. Literally. It's mad. Yeah, literally, it's mad. I'm, 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 a very, I'm a very lucky man, I have to say. Al, thanks a million. And that's the bottom line, because <laughs> Al Foran said so. Guys, thanks for listening, what? and stay energized. <laughs>